I'm Randy Efron from Skylatis Property Capital, and this episode is part two of the Hotel Management Agreement series. Let's continue talking about what makes a hotel management agreement a smart agreement. First, I'm going to talk about accountability and performance. A smart management agreement should contain a requirement for the hotel management company to provide reports to the owner of the hotel at predetermined time periods. When I was asset managing hotels, I had a requirement that the manager provide written reports to me every month. Those reports included an income statement that showed monthly and year-to-date numbers versus budget and reforecast. It also included a Smith Travel Research Report, a general manager commentary, group pace reports, banquet pace reports, food and beverage statistics, a segmentation report, and capital expenditures, among other things. If you're not familiar with the terminology, Smith Travel Research, PACE reports, or segmentation, feel free to shoot me an email and we can schedule a time for me to explain what they are to you over the phone. My email is randy.efron at skylattice.com. In addition to the reports that I just mentioned, I also had a requirement that the manager provide a mid-year review report and an annual budget report. In addition to the written reports, my management agreements gave the hotel owner the right to have calls with key management personnel at least once a week at the hotel owner's option. Since hotels don't generate their revenue from long-term leases, but rather rely upon the business operation of the hotel, it's important for hotel owners to be regularly informed about what's going on at their property. The reporting requirements hold the manager accountable because by having the reports, they know that they are going to be evaluated at whatever predetermined intervals are agreed upon. By working together, the owner and the manager can bring their own respective viewpoints together and hopefully make decisions that benefit everyone. It's easy for managers to get stuck in the weeds when they are dealing with the daily operation of a hotel. The hotel owner usually brings more of a high-level viewpoint, and when you combine that with more of a granular viewpoint from the hotel manager, the two perspectives together lead to smart decisions. So if reporting requirements hold managers accountable, how does an owner also make sure that the manager is performing well? Well, a smart management agreement should contain performance hurdles for the manager and if the hurdles aren't met, then the owner should have the right to terminate the management agreement. Let me give you an example of what a termination clause for performance may look like. If a manager fails to meet a predetermined percentage of budgeted gross operating profit or fails to achieve a predetermined REVPAR index against an agreed upon competitive set for a predetermined number of consecutive periods, then the hotel owner can terminate the agreement without paying any termination fees or liquidated damages. REVPAR is an acronym for Revenue Per Available Room. If a hotel has 100 rooms and there are 365 days in a year, the number of available rooms is 36,500. If a hotel generated $2 million of rooms revenue from renting rooms, 
the Revpar would equal $54.79. These performance thresholds are negotiable and can be based upon different metrics and time periods, but you most definitely want to have one within your management agreement. The managers will typically prepare a pro forma that is affixed to the management agreement so that both the owner and the manager can have a general expectation of where the hotel should perform. However, as the owner of the hotel, you may want to have the ability to make the gross operating profit termination based upon an annual budget rather than the initial pro forma. Additionally, a competitive set is usually determined at the time that the management agreement is signed. Similarly, you should have the ability to amend that competitive set too. Aside from, from performance terminations, the owner should also structure termination provisions into the agreement for the following reasons. Termination for failure of brand standards, termination for bankruptcy or insolvency, termination for change in key management company personnel, termination for deterioration in brand or insolvency of brand, termination for failure to get financing, termination related to the inability to restore the hotel after a disaster, such as a hurricane. The agreement should also discuss what happens upon a transition. It is important that certain steps are followed to ensure that no unborn liability arises as part of the transition. Now, in order to prevent these episodes from getting too long, I'm going to stop here and continue talking about management agreements in my next episode. Please click like, subscribe, or follow to stay informed about new episodes or send me an email at randy.efron at skylattice.com if you'd like to raise more competitive debt or equity for your deals. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.